Hi, you're listening to Kate and Catherine, and we're going to show you how to find your Prince Charming so that you can finally live happily ever after <laughs> forever and ever. No. No. <laughs> no. We are definitely not going to do that. We are sick of that story, and it's a lie. It is a lie. You're listening to The New Truth, a modern woman's guide to extraordinary love. We are going to show you how the fairy tale love story stops you from experiencing the love you truly desire. Listen to hear how to break free from sacrifice and struggle in relationship. And learn the new truth about love in a way that you've never heard it before. We're so happy you're here. Keep listening. Hello, beautiful. Welcome to episode 113 of the New Truth Podcast. This is Kate Harlow here all by my lonesome self. Um, this is my first solo episode and I feel really excited to dive into the topic of how to thrive after a breakup as this is so close to my heart. Um, for those of you who've been with the new truth for a long time, you know that breakups and working with women um, post-divorce is one of my specialties. And there's a reason for that. Um, and I will talk a lot about that today, but I also myself just went through um, an uncoupling, a sacred ending. Um, uh, it's funny, I actually, just before I hit record, I was just chatting with Jeff, my former partner, who is one of my very best friends and will be for a long time. And it's so beautiful to see how we uncoupled um, so consciously and intentionally. And if you go back to the episode, Leaving with Love, and you're still in the muddy part of a breakup, that's a good one to listen to. Um, but it's so beautiful to see where we're at now and how all of the, all of the stuff between us is gone because we're, we let go with such love and we didn't end the relationship until we were really ready to end it. And so you know, this is something that's so close to my heart as my life has, you know, I really live with the perspective of it gets better every day. And that doesn't mean I don't have hard times and incredibly intense challenges and painful experiences. None of us are, um, are ever going to be void of that. That is part of the human experience. And I believe as souls who are on the path that are here to evolve, which you are because you're here and you wouldn't be here if you weren't here to evolve your soul and um, become all of who you're meant to be as souls that are here to evolve, we have to experience challenge in order to do that, right? If life was just roses and sunshine every day, we wouldn't even know that it was good because we wouldn't have the contrast. We wouldn't have the, the opportunities to grow more into who we're meant to be. And that's really what my work is in the world is I am a stand for women being all of who they are. And I've seen within my own journey and myself going back 15 years to the beginning of my journey on the growth path, almost 16 years, actually, um, in May, it'll be about 16 years. And I have been on this journey for so long. And I've seen myself go from this fantasy love addict, you know, having this belief that there was something wrong with me if I wasn't in a relationship. And every time I went through a breakup, I was looking for the next guy to fill the void and, or I was staying hooked into my ex and that's how I operated. And I see so many women operating from this place where they, they either are 
constantly staying hooked into the fantasy of the past person or the future person, or they're shut down from love altogether. And that it, what that means is if, if you are experiencing that, it means your patterns have the wheel. And I call this your saboteur. It means your saboteur is in charge. So on my journey, it has been a, a beautiful, long, intense, windy, unpredictable journey. I learned how to come home to myself. And I remember having this moment when I was in, I was in my uh, late twenties, about to turn 30. And I had this moment, I was in a five-year relationship and I was starting to feel the, the, the curiosity for life without relationship. And I remember saying to my former partner at the time, Charlie, I said, I need to experience life without a partner. And I realized I never have. I was 30 years old. I'd just turned 30 and I'd never lived alone. In fact, I had a hard time ever being alone. I always needed to be with someone. And all my clients who are the opposite, who are alone, like I often work with women who are really successful and powerful, and they maybe did that when they were younger, but then they swung to the other side of the pendulum and became fiercely independent and, you know, shut down from love. And what I see in, in that pattern is there's this, oh, I'm really good at being alone, but they're actually not good at being alone because they're never alone. They're always working or doing something or helping other people or taking care of everyone. And so there's this beautiful void that occurs that we that we feel after a relationship ends and most people are afraid of that void most people want to run from that void they want to avoid hmm, interesting the word void is in a void they want to avoid the void at all costs they want to avoid feeling that emptiness that unknown that discomfort with, I'm so used to having someone sleeping in the bed next to me. Now what? That they just want to fill it with, if you want to fill the bed with another person, or they want to distract themselves and shut down from feeling, or they want to wallow in hooking into this, the fantasy story that they should still be with their ex. And I see this with women all the time, even really toxic relationships where they're holding on. But if you're holding on to someone who doesn't, isn't choosing to be with you, it's your wound and your pattern that has the wheel. If you're holding on to a fantasy that you should be in a relationship and you shouldn't be on your own, it's the wound that has the wheel. And if you're completely shut down from love and you've buried yourself in work and success and all those things, it's the wound that has the wheel. That is your saboteur protective mechanisms. And the truth is most of us are operating in relationship from this place because nobody taught us how to do relationship. Nobody gave us a manual on how to do relationship. And so we get into this breakup space and we get into this intense ending where we go from having someone be such a big part of our lives, even, you know, whether it's, it was a loving, healthy relationship or a painful, messy relationship, regardless, our bodies and our systems become regulated to that environment and that's in that place. And so that's why breakups can feel so scary. That's why divorces can feel so scary that people just rush into the next one or they rush into dating or they're serial trying to find someone or you know all of these examples that I've given is because the void, right? We're uncomfortable with that space. And yet, guess what? I have some really good news for you. If you, if this is you or a woman you know, you know, even if you're three, four, five years out of your marriage ending, but you're still finding yourself avoiding the void, 
this is for you too. Because who who hasn't been impacted by a breakup? I don't know anyone. I don't think I've ever met someone who hasn't been impacted by a breakup, who hasn't even maybe held on to the fantasy of someone that they used to be with. And it's everyone, right? Because no one teaches us how to do relationship and no one teaches us how to do breakups. And of course, if, if your innocent little girl that's inside of you feels like, you know, someone leaving or me not being in a relationship means that there's something wrong with me, means that I'm not worthy of love. If it means that I'm not good enough, right? Our society sends us messages. We get bombarded with messages every single day that have us believing this story of if you're a woman who's not in a relationship, that that's a temporary state and there must be something wrong with you and you better be actively looking for love. And so women either are doing that under the pressure because they don't want to feel what's there or they're avoiding love altogether, which means you're avoiding your heart, you're avoiding yourself, you're avoiding the magic of who you are. And so that void, let's talk about the void. The void is where the magic happens. All of the magic happens in the void. That we, In fact, we can't actually experience magic without the void. That is when the magic happens. So, and you're probably, you know, you may know what, what I mean by the magic happening. You may not. But there is, I actually just had a conversation um, this morning with my bestie about this. There is the mundane, right? Which we are taught, we are programmed to live a mundane life. Clock in, clock out, work nine to five, you know, do have meals at the same time every day. We're taught to have structure and routine and you know, yes, to some degree, some structure and, and rituals or committing to, to things is important. Yes, but our, we've gone to the extreme and we're missing all that life has to offer when you're operating in the mundane. So Dr. Joe Dispenza, one of my favorite teachers, authors, he speaks about in, a, in the book called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. He speaks about exactly this, like as long as you're living a mundane life, going to the same places, meeting the same people, doing the same thing, staying in the same relational patterns, operating the same way, you're going to keep getting the same thing. And you can manifest, you can have vision boards, you can have desires, but if you keep yourself in that same bubble of comfort, you are never going to Create the life that your soul longs for, right? You're never going to connect with the magnitude and magic of who you are. And so the reason why in my work I've attracted so many women who are divorced is because they've checked all the boxes. They've done the, the following all the rules of who I'm supposed to be from that place of this is what I'm supposed to do as opposed to this is what I truly desire, and, you know, even if they've convinced themselves they desire it, it's not to say that everyone that goes down that road doesn't deeply desire it, but the most of the women I attract did that, followed the rules, followed, checked all the boxes, followed that scripted path of who they're supposed to be, and then woke up one day and felt so miserable or anxious or, you know, depressed or, or completely at a breaking point. And so they whatever life led them to leaving their relationship. And then the question is now what? And that's when they end up on my doorstep. That's when they end up coming to, to work with me because the expanded love method is all about, this is the method that I created. I've been coaching and teaching for over 15 years. 
the method that I created is based on learning how to love and live and be in relationship with people from your most expansive self and being able to um, grow and evolve from your relationships as opposed to have relationships keep you smaller and smaller and smaller, right? Living the mundane life, you keep doing what you've always done, you'll keep getting what you've always got. That's a definition of insanity. You do the same thing over and over again, you expect and expect a different result is insanity. And there's no way to meet all of who you are when you're doing that. So that's why Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about how we have to go outside of our comfort zone in order to meet different parts of ourselves. So in my work, the expanded love method, that's exactly what we do. Women come with me. The immersion is a program where they learn and unlock who they really are. They learn their conditioned scripted self, who they were taught to be. And that's most people's personalities. And then they started, they start to see all the parts of themselves that they've been cut off from because they've been playing this script of who I think I need to be. And you get to, when you, when you get to unlock all of who you are, and that's what we do at the immersion, the, the part in Greece is the catalyst where we, we, they get to expand so much further than what they ever thought was possible. And then life becomes about that. So that's the magic of the void. The magic of the void is none of us know what magical path is in front of us. And, you know, in my experience, definitely we have cues. There's cues. My whole life, I had a dream, like not my whole life, but since the beginning of my journey, I had a dream since my early twenties that I wanted to have a retreat center one day. And I wanted it to be in Italy or Greece. And I wanted to, I I couldn't imagine myself leading retreats because I was so small at the time. I was so insecure and didn't believe in myself and didn't think I was good at anything and thought I was stupid. And so I was so scared of doing something like that. But I I knew I just wanted to have a retreat center and I'm like, maybe I'll host other people to lead retreats and I'll just be there to greet people and it'll be my retreat center. And here I am about to embark upon a journey to move to Greece because I do retreats in Greece. My very first one was in Italy. Well, they're not retreats, but the immersion, Um, the immersion, which is a very, very expansive life-changing experience happens in Italy and Greece. And, you know, 15 years ago, I was already feeling the energy of desiring that. And I desired to live in Europe one day. I remember when I backpacked Europe when I was 20 years old, I was like, Ooh, there's something about European people. And I was so disconnected from myself and my soul back then. I mean, I was drunk the whole time because I was 20 years old and backpacking Europe. But my soul felt something when I was there. It felt so much alignment. So coming back to how to thrive after a breakup in the void, my partner and I um, went our separate ways lovingly in the end of August. And the reason we were able to finally let go, we went through many waves, was because I was following my heart. And my heart, I had just done a trip in Costa Rica, which was part of beginning the heart healing journey because I knew our ending was coming. So I spent two and a half months in Costa Rica in the spring last year. And then came September and I went to Greece for two months because I had two immersions in a row and they were the first ones since before all the P word, the pandemic things that have been going on. So I was finally able to do the immersion again. And um, so I spent, I wanted to spend more time in Greece and then this trip was different. So life, I want you to listen in this story to the magic of the orchestration of life. I've been to Europe like mm, so many times. 
times, like especially in the last seven years. I've probably been 10 times in the last seven years. I should probably count. But I've been many, many trips to Europe to do the immersion. I had one of my spiritual awakening trips I went on that like deepened my connection to the divine, to my angels, to my soul and my heart and my work in the world. That was in the South of France. I've spent so much time going on trips to Europe um, because my soul kept calling me there. Everything is divine. There's a divine orchestration to life. But when our saboteurs are in charge, we're trying to control it. We feel like life is not going to go well unless I control it. So the saboteur is always trying to control everything. I got to control people's perceptions of me. I've got to control what I look like so people approve of me. I've got to control that I'm like, if I'm in relationship or not, I got to control the other person's behavior so I don't feel pain. Or your saboteur is always looking to control everything around you. And so when we relinquish control and it's a this is a practice it's not a destination there's no it's not like you one day wake up and you never try and control everything anything ever again but the more you learn how to surrender and relinquish control and the more you learn how to trust that inner compass right my inner compass was telling me my relationship was not aligned with me anymore and you know i could easily be like oh i'm 40 years old we've been together for 7 years i should just stay we should get married we should have kids like i and trust me regina my saboteur she got a name yours does too um she she tried right many times to control me and to control the narrative of what my life is supposed to be, the storyline, right? She's the, she's the one that's in charge of the script of the woman I'm supposed to be based on my family, based on every, all of my cousins are married. They all have kids. They all, you know, everyone's got houses. I'm the opposite. And so my saboteur always wants to feed me that story. And so again, it's over and over again, the practice of relinquishing control of the story and coming back to what does my heart feel? This does not feel aligned anymore. Does it mean Jeff's a bad person? No, I love him deeply. Does it mean that um, I'm going to be alone forever? No, that's a story. Like all there's all these meaning making. Does it mean I'm not worthy? No. Does it mean anything the saboteur and the, that little girl inside feel? No. But what it means is this time right now is complete. Even if I was still attached, it's complete. Like, let's say it was a relationship ending where he left. He found someone else and he left. Or, you know, this happens all the time. I work with a lot of women who've, whose husbands have cheated on them. And so the heartbreak story is like, he hurt me, he wounded me. And it's like, they, we stay stuck in the story. But everything is divine. So even if that other person left, or if you get the clarity that it's no longer feeling aligned, or both of you at the same time, whatever happens that causes the rupture of that container of the relationship is divine. There is a magical divine orchestration. And I use the word divine very intentionally. Um because it's the you it's universal it doesn't matter what your what your beliefs are you know there's there's so many different beliefs when it comes to spirit and i love the word divine because it feels expansive to me so you can fill that in with god the universe the life orchestration whatever works for you but for me it's the divine i feel like the word just feels soft and feminine and it, it, i can feel my heart when i say it even so the divine is always orchestrating everything so i get the clarity I get clarity that I meant to go to Costa Rica, to go somewhere. Someone, one of my friends was like, hey, 
I feel like you're not really living from your heroine right now, which is what I teach. And this was in Vancouver. I had been not traveling for a year and a half because of the pandemic. I was doing all my rituals and my practices to stay feeling good. I was dancing, but then dancing was on Zoom and I was doing all the things to, to stay feeling good as best I could. But like a lot of, like most people, I was still so impacted. And my friend said, why don't you take a trip? Why don't you get on, like go to Mexico is where she invited me actually, which is where I am now. She invited me to Tulum and I'm, I'm not in Tulum, but I'm near Tulum right now currently. And she invited me. And I was, as soon as she said that, I was like, yes, I need to do something that my heart wants, but actually the re and so it ended up being Costa Rica. It's going to be a really long story. So I won't get into the nitty gritty, but I kept being led by the universe that that's where I was meant to go. And I had some friends in Nosara, Costa Rica. So I ended up in Nosara, did some lo lots of heart healing, and then ended up back in Vancouver to plan my trip to Greece and then plan to go to Costa Rica for the rest of the cold season, like November until May. And that was my plan. And so my, part my partner, Jeff, and I, we were already in the untethering of our relationship but we still had such a hard time letting go because we cared about each other so much and we were family. And finally I made the decision to go to Greece and then Costa Rica right after. And he looked at me at dinner and said, it's done, isn't it? Like we have to let go now because I wasn't coming back for a long time. And so that's what helped us unhook finally, which was also divine. I go to Greece. It's the first time I have real Greek cultural experiences because I was with my Greek friend, Mariana, and her family. Fell in love with her family, fell in love with friends of hers that she connected me with. And I start to build this little Greek life in my two months in Greece. And I fell in love with everyone. And I just, I've shared this before on the podcast, but there's something about Greek people that feel, maybe I've had past lives there. I don't know. My heart is so aligned with Greece. I, I just, their hearts are open. They're they're just so there's just something so generous and beautiful about Greek people and about Greece it's just a special sacred place for me and I believe we all have sacred places all over the world and you can't really fully know until you're in your body where your places are but you might know a little bit you might already know but the more you stay are in tune with your body and that inner compass the more you feel whoa this is my place i feel differently here than i do at home or or other places so that's greece for me and so this time i was on my trip to greece and i was supposed to fly to california i may have shared this story in another episode but basically my time in Greece came to an end. I was supposed to meet my mom and dad in Palm Springs for a week because they were there for November. And it was perfect for me to stop over, have a visit, spend quality time with my parents, and then head to Costa Rica. But the universe had a different plan. So I get on the plane. I'm about, or no, I didn't get on the plane. I just lied. <laughs> I didn't get on the plane. I tried to get on the plane. I get to the airport six in the morning. The woman at the desk says, I'm sorry. Like, you can't go to California right now. Greece is a red zone. And I was like, but I'm Canadian. She said, doesn't matter. You have to have a passport, like a U.S. passport or a green card. They're not letting anyone in from a red zone. 
And so I started sobbing and I sat down and I felt my heart. I felt my feet on the ground. This is part of what I, um, what I teach my clients how to do. It's called orienting, um, which is a somatic experiencing practice. But I felt my feet on the ground. I closed my eyes. I felt my heart. I cried. I let myself cry. I didn't get swept away by the story of like, it shouldn't be like this. I should be going to California. Of course, my, my saboteur had those thoughts at first. And then I had this wave of excitement rush over me. And I thought, wow, something really magical is about to happen because that's always the case every time. So even if you went through a breakup and someone just out of nowhere left and you were sideswiped and you had no idea or they had an affair or like your relationship blew up in one moment and you didn't know it was coming, it's divine. It's a catalyst. Um, We did two episodes called Breakups and Breakthroughs, part one and part two, a long time ago and earlier on in the podcast. And we talked so much about breakups being a catalyst. They are an opportunity for the universe to set you on a whole new path. And so here I am trying to go to California and the universe is like, "Uh uh-uh, you're staying in Greece. And I'm like, okay, I don't know how long I'm staying. I don't know what, but I just have this sense that something magical is about to happen. This is becoming the unscripted woman, which I wanted to share with you today. That is my, um, a part of my new direction where, um, with my branding, that is what my work is all about is learning how to live from a place of not being so scripted. The unscripted woman. If you don't follow me on Instagram, Kate Harlow XO was my handle, but my handle is now the unscripted woman with no E it's just the unscripted just script with a D woman. You can look up Kate Harlow and you'll find it as well. But the unscripted woman is like, that's what I help women do is untether and untangle from who they think they're supposed to be, which is exhausting and it's anxiety provoking and it's so depleting. And we chase fantasy over here and fantasy over there and like get little hits of feeling good, but we don't ever get to fully feel good, you know, chasing success, but never getting to fully enjoy it or celebrate it. There's all when when you're living from the script, there's always this chasing, but you never get to feel the thing. You never get to fully experience the thing. And so the unscripted woman, that's what my life has become. And I I realized that this year and just watching, I've been in all these places and I did not intend, you know, some people call themselves digital nomads or global nomads. And I do not identify with that label. I never intended to be living. I mean, I've slept in I don't know, like 20 different beds in the last nine months. I never intended to be traveling around and being in so many places, but I'm following life's orchestration right now. And it's so magical. And that's what's possible for you in the void. So I didn't get to get on that plane to California. My dear friend in Athens was like, Kate, you want to live in Europe. You love Athens. You love Greece. Why don't you move here? And I was like, what? I never thought about that. I thought, you know, I don't speak the language. I know basic Greek terms, um, but I something in my body lit up and every, I mean, so many people speak English in Athens. And also I love the Greek language. It's, I know it's a challenging one, but I definitely feel a draw to, to learn it and as, as best I possibly can. And so as soon as he said that, my body lit up. I felt so expanded and I knew I still had to go to Costa Rica. I knew I was supposed to be meeting my best friend. Um, not, I didn't know I was coming to Mexico, but that ended up being another sidebar. I've had so many beautiful, profound healing experiences in Mexico, um, which would wasn't even on my agenda of coming to. I didn't feel any pull to come here. And I've had such a beautiful, beautiful time. And I sit here and in a couple of days, I'm heading back to Costa Rica for 
like 30 hours to go meet up with a friend because my flight is out of San Jose, Costa Rica. And then I'm on a plane and I'm headed back to Athens. And I sit here and I have no idea what's coming, my loves. I have no idea what's coming. And that can feel scary. And I have been feeling that like nervousness. And I there's a sweetness in the nervousness, right? It's the void. It's another void. We always have them. But I have, have so much evidence in my life and in my clients' lives to see that when we learn to feel the void and to just be with the void, that space between, and to, to follow that inner compass, meaning follow what feels good. And if something's no longer feeling aligned, trusting that. And when something feels really aligned, trusting that. And, you know, my soul knew a long time ago that I was going to spend some time living in Europe. I don't know how long I'm going to be. I don't know what's going to happen. I could be in Greece and end up in a totally different country. I am open my heart is open. My eyes are open. My, my, I almost want to say third eye, my, like, my spirit is open to being guided. And when you're trusting life and you're, and you're learning how to dance with the beautiful journey that is orchestrated for every single one of us, I mean, it's, it's so freaking beautiful and it doesn't come without fear, right? But when you learn to not attach to the story, like right now I could be sitting in story of like, what if this and what if that? And oh my gosh, and what if it doesn't work out? What if I don't like it? Ugh. Or I could be in the fantasy of what it's going to be, which I've noticed my saboteur's done a few times. And I bring myself back to that void of, no, I'm going to sit in the discomfort of not knowing because that's where I grow the most. That's where the most magic happens when I feel like nervous or resistant to something and I breathe and I feel those feelings, but I don't make up stories about them. I don't make up meaning about them. I just feel and I just let life lead me. It's like we are dancing with life and I let life lead me. You know, in paradancing, I was sharing with some clients of mine this morning that one of my one of my oldest clients who came to the very first immersion is a beautiful, she does a beautiful two different types of dance, Zouk and Kazumba. Kazumba, not Zumba, but Kazumba, which is, uh, I think, I don't know the origins of them actually, but they're Latin style, very sensual paradancing. Um, and so I'm, this is something I'm going to be exploring a little bit of, which scares me to even say out loud in Athens, cause I've done so much dancing on my own. I've never done, I've done a little bit of salsa, but not a lot of pair dancing. And these ones are very intimate and it's really about learning how as the follower, there's the lead and the follow. And as the follow, I'm not even sure if I'm using the right terms. You, if you're a dancer and you're listening, <laughs> you'll know if I am or not, but it's okay. Um, but you, there's the lead and the follow. And if I'm the follow, I am learning how to dance and surrender and let the lead lead me. And that's what the universe is doing for us. And, you know, this episode, I don't know, for some of you, it might seem really out there and really woo-woo. But trust me, I mean, all the women I work with are, they come from business and success and, and that control energy of like achieve, achieve, achieve. And they're so disconnected from being able to do this. It is possible. And when you do, that's when you get to experience your true life's purpose and the deepest love that you can imagine and the most intimate, meaningful friendships, supportive friendships, and like the whole world living in places that feel aligned, like your whole life 
opens up when you learn to live from this place of listening to that inner compass and dancing with what life brings you. Because if life says, if you're going that direction, I'm pointing, you can't see me pointing, but if you're going to the left and all of a sudden life, some life event bring, moves you to the right and you're completely headed in the right now and you're, and you're arguing with it, you know, there's a saying, if you argue with reality, you lose a hundred percent of the time. If you argue with it, right? The, for example, the breakup happens and you're, you're now headed in that direction and you're sitting there wallowing in this shouldn't have happened. He shouldn't have left. And you stay stuck in the story that he was wrong about and this, and I was hurt and this shouldn't have happened. Then you are missing the magic, right? Rather than, um, one of the things I talk about in my aligned closure workshop is separating story from feeling, right? Let your saboteur vent the story, the victim story of how life should be different than it is. But if there's anything that COVID and the pandemic has taught us is that it's life is out of our control and it always has been. When someone like you can be in the greatest, most fulfilling relationship in your life and that person, some I've had many clients whose husbands have passed away unexpectedly and they thought they had another 50 years with them or 60 years with them. Life happens and it's out of our control. We're not, that's not your job to control how long love stays how long a relationship stays, what your life is supposed to look like, right? When you are in that place, it is protection. So this is my invitation to you. I have a masterclass coming up. It's not actually till March 21st. So I will remind you closer to the date, but if you want to sign up right now, where I go deep into the five saboteur archetypes that are playing out, that are keeping you from experiencing that freedom in your life, from experiencing that trusting and that dancing, because it is the protective mechanisms that are hurting you. I call it your saboteur because she's actually sabotaging you from having the life that you desire. She's sabotaging you from actually experiencing intimacy because she believes constantly that you're not safe. So she's trying to control everything outside of you, but then that actually perpetuates the feeling of being unsafe. And then guess what? You never get to feel safe. And so safety comes from you building it within. Safety comes from you making choices that are aligned with your heart and your truth, not from making choices based on who you think you should be or what you should be doing by what age, what light. Like when you're trying to control life, that's when you feel less safe. It perpetuates it. So it's actually a self-fulfilling prophecy. So join me in my expanded love masterclass and I'll help you get suit. It's totally free. It's five full days and every day I go live for an hour inside of a private Facebook group and I'm going to help you get so intimate with your saboteur so you know all the ways that she's robbing you from being you, right? Where she's keeping you scripted in life and keeping you disconnected from your heart, disconnected from your truth and avoiding the void where all the magic happens, all the beauty, all the everything that you desire to experience lives in that void and you being able to dance with life and being able to surrender to the beautiful divine orchestration of life. So I'm so excited for you to join me. Come join me at the unscripted woman on Instagram. Again, there's no E after script scripted because of course the word unscripted is unscripted. <laughs> so there's no E. It's so I'm so excited about this new um, clarity around my work because that's exactly it. Women throw away the script of who they've been taught to be and they wake up to the woman that they truly are underneath. They wake up to the magnitude of who they are and the range of who they are, the sensuality, the sexuality, the power, the, the fierceness, the softness, the tenderness, the vulnerability, the wild expression of your heart. That's 
what you're meant, the, who you're meant to be in this world is a wildly expressed woman. That's not the same as everyone else. You know, the world around us teaches us to be the same as everyone around us, right? So we're all, I mean, even beauty and fashion trends, it's like, oh, okay, all of a sudden everyone's wearing the same thing or everyone thinks, you know, big lips are now the trend or they really thick eyebrows. It's like, why are we all trying to be the same when on a soul level, we're all meant to stand out? And that's what we want. We want to stand out, but then we're all operating the same because of that script. And the script is coming at us from every angle. So, so if you imagine your life, is a, is a movie and there's writers and directors of the script and there's actors in your movie and like most likely you're not writing the script you're not acting you're not even you're probably an extra in your own movie most women I meet are they don't even have time for themselves they're so busy worrying about everyone else that they're like the background person in their own movie um, not the writer not the director right life is directing if you're if you're making choices based on who you should be or what what your life should look like then you're not directing your own story that the our conditioning is and the world around you is, and the people in your life are. I was having a beautiful chat with a client yesterday who's in a new, super healthy, amazing relationship. And they've been together for a year and both of their friends are constantly like, when's the next step? When are you gonna move in together? When are you gonna have kids? When are you gonna, <laughs> she already has three kids. She already been married, like she already done that. And people are constantly asking for the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. And it's like, that's what happens. The world around us is pressuring us to move to the next thing because they're pushing the script. We've been to push the script on each other. Next time you uh, talk to a woman who's single, don't ask her, you know, the script question is, oh, have you met anyone? Are you dating? Are you putting yourself out there? Or the woman who's in a new, happier relationship, when, when are you going to move in? Has he told you he loves you? Like, or you think he's the one? You think you're going to get married? Like, these are all script questions. The script is everywhere coming at us from every angle every day. So it takes a lot of commitment and courage and um, just radical honesty with yourself to be able to cut through the script that's not yours and get to know the magic and majesty of the soul inside of you and the beautiful, powerful woman that you were born to be. So yes, catalysts, breakups are the best time to get intimate with you. If you're still hooked into the story, get intimate with your saboteur, get intimate with your patterns, know what they are and know where you're getting hooked in because that, it, it, as long as you're in that, you're going to stay in that. Whether you, even if you get into a new relationship, your patterns are still running the show. So get intimate with your saboteur and it's the best time to get intimate with your soul, which I call your heroine, the woman that you were born to be. It's time for you to become the leading lady of your own story your heroine. Um, so join me in the masterclass. It's March 21st to 25th. I don't think I said the date before. Um, I will post the link below and you can also find the link on my Instagram, the unscripted woman, or just look up Kate Harlow. I'm wearing a yellow, um, off the shoulder top, um, in the, in the photo of you, I think there's a few Kate Harlow's on there, but the unscripted woman and come join me in the masterclass and we will play and we all fun and get to know your saboteur. Cause this is the best time to get intimate with yourself and get to know the void and get to know your own soul and what lights you up. So you can start dancing with life and let life lead you to where you're meant to go. Cause there's so much for you to experience in this lifetime. You were not put on planet earth to live a mundane life, to check off boxes and be like, am I doing it right? Is Did I achieve success? Because I did all the things that somebody else told me that I'm supposed to do. 
There are no rules. There is no script. You get to write it yourself, my love. So get to know your own soul. Sending you so much love. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, share it with all your friends, especially if they are still hooked into an ex or, you know, in the void, avoiding the void. Um, and uh, as always, we will send you or send send any comments and um, lots of love. And we'll see you in the New Truth Facebook group, New Truth Movement Facebook group. And we'll see you next week. Love you. Hi, it's Kate. Thanks so much for listening to the New Truth Podcast. For more of Catherine and I, come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group. We are in there. That's where we're sharing all about our programs and our free workshops that we do. Um, You can come join us there and ask as many questions as you want about the podcast episodes, about dating, relationships, any struggles you're having out there. We would love to support you. So come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group and we will see you soon.